0: Do you find yourself not wanting to tackle that honeydew list at home or the dreaded home and business repairs and improvements? Let Jones Empire LLC, which is a locally owned and operated business from Charleston to Huntington, West Virginia. Jones Empire LLC is licensed and insured servicing commercial and residential properties throughout the state of West Virginia. Jones Empire LLC offers junk removal, property cleaning, interior and exterior cleaning, paver, patios, small remodels, tree pruning, tree trimming, tree cutting, tree removal, demolition, tree thinning, stump removal, landscaping, painting and staining, gutter cleaning, pressure washing, and even small remodels. Jones Empire LLC also offers dump trailer services for all your hauling needs. Jones Empire LLC offers free estimates. Schedule your service today. Call or text 304-541-8934. Again, call Jones Empire LLC 304-541-8934. They also offer 24-7 emergency services. Call them today.
1: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of On the Limb with Nature's Voice. Uh, you know, deer season's coming to a fast close here in West Virginia, and deer tracking dogs have been hot on the trail. Yes, they I have. I to tell you. Yep. They've been working around the clock with these things, man. Uh, so welcome to another episode, like I said. Uh, we got me back in the studio. Come Dan. on. Unfortunately, we ain't got Dave, though. We don't have Dave. It's, it's always something with man, us, man.
0: We, we thought we all was going to be in this week. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you've been fighting it. You've been out of town. You got yep. bronchitis. I, I did. You yep. got the bronchitis. I got the bronchitis. <laughs>
1: got, you know, and it took me a while to... Fix it too, because I, I went two weeks, and that second week of sickness, I start coughing up blood, and I'm like, I'm gonna better, I better go do something about this." I'm, yeah, it's what
0: I was talking to you on the phone yeah. there, and you started sounding a little bad. I was like, "Man, we need to get him to the doctor."
1: I know <laughs> you need to go, bro. Hey, so another another note tonight, we got some <laughs> good good stuff. I know Michael didn't like it, but no, that's just I, how he is.
0: I did. I tried it. <laughs> Nothing against the Duke Law Brewing Company, but. It's just not for me. You it, don't
1: like the darks like that.
0: But the darks, the We stout. got this
1: from the Breathe Wine and Culture Company, and it's some uh unicorns. Unicorn farts. <laughs> yeah, That's it. Some unicorn farts after dark. After look, dark. This stuff has gold, gold glitter in it now. And I'm, look, I'm fancy. I'm drinking some gold. Did you put it in a cup? I did, but I don't think you can really see it. Yeah, that's it's not great. We need, We was looking need for a it. clear glass. Yeah, we was looking for a clear glass,
0: but, but. that that'll, that's okay. But yeah, You got to deal with what you got. That's right. <laughs> so it's a some kind of like a dark cinnamon stout.
1: What yeah. is it? Like chocolate? It's, it's a chocolate cinnamon breakfast stout with gold glitter. You know what? I'll tell you what. It's, it's potent. Got 8.5% <laughs> alcohol.
0: Yeah, it's, it's potent. I mean, I'm just not. It tastes like coffee to me. Yeah, I don't need a coffee right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's good stuff. So I'm sticking to my... Uh, Breckenridge Christmas Ale. There you that, go. That's that's really good. I it love is. that. It stuff. is good. That's like one it. of the that's one of the better Christmas ales that I've had. Yeah. I like I like seasonal beers. No, oh, absolutely. Samuel Adams puts out some really. Oh, good. they do. I don't like any of their regular stuff, but I like a few of them. Their seasonal stuff, like the Oktoberfest, the winter loggers, yeah, different stuff like that, and their summer beers. They're really good. They are. So they are. All right, so those of you that have ordered uh, our Nature's Voice hoodies, our new design this year, I've got one on this evening, if you can see it. I will come up there at the end of the show, and you can see it a little better. But, uh, you know, we redone these things, and we have ran through so many tasks to make sure these hoodies, you know, make sure we're getting them to our liking. You know, we went through probably – I don't know. We we had a lot of people buy these hoodies. Yeah. They lasted for a good four or five years. Yeah. And then after that, they started to peel off. Yeah. So we're like, we got to do something about that. You know, we want to rectify that. We want to offer quality products. That'll something last. Something that's, yeah. that's going to last and not come off. So yep. this is a one-piece logo. It's all printed together. It's thin, so it's not thick. It's not going to peel. So we love them. Yep. And, um, you know, they're all done now. So if you're one of the ones out there that's wondering about your Christmas orders or anything like that. <laughs> we will have you taken care of before Christmas thanks to Sarah. And I want to give her a shout out tonight. Uh, I do designs and more is her business. And uh, if you guys would like to use her services, give her a call at 304-549-5832. That's I do designs and more. So it's got our, you know, it's got our proud American flag in the background there flying in our logo and if you're listening to the podcast tonight you message us on the Facebook page say you heard about us on the podcast you'll get them for $38 retail on the website you're going to get them for 50 bucks cuz we offer free shipping we include that in there so yep but we appreciate all your support this season and uh we'll get on with our guest here yep. we've got uh Sean Butler with Longspur Tracking and Outfitting you know these um He's been a previous guest on the show, and he's coming in tonight just to give us an update on the trackers over different nine states. Uh, we've got trackers calling in from different parts of the country and West Virginia. So, without further ado, please welcome with me Sean Butler, owner and operator of Longspur Tracking and Outfitting.
2: Hey, fellas. How are you all doing this evening?
1: Doing real well, Sean. How are you? Uh, good.
2: Good. I'm I'm happy to be back on the show with you guys
1: hey i'm happy you got a little bit of a break from tracking <laughs> hey, yeah I've, <laughs> hey i've been following you man hardcore it's it's been a pleasure reading some of the posts you guys are putting out there oh yeah some of the stories that you
0: guys do along with the tracks is awesome yeah
2: yeah we when we started uh doing this four years ago we you know we put a short story up and we noticed people were really sharing them and and so I, I really got into writing more stories, and that, that's just really taken off. And we get out there in the field, you know, and and recover a deer, and a hunter will say, "Now you're going to put my story on Facebook, aren't you?" <laughs> so, uh, they well, they love it. The we got your other dogs.
1: caller calling in, Sean. Hold on one second.
3: Okay. Oh, this is Jeremy with Longspur.
1: Hey, Jeremy, how you hey. doing? This is Dan and Mike and. We got Sean on with us too. We're we're kind of running a little behind. That's typical. For we us we got tonight.
0: to talking about all kinds of stuff, Jeremy. Sorry about that. We're um, so we're going to bring. I think Sean's in here with you. Have you weren't merged it over yet? Yep, yep I merged him over. Yep. All right, Sean, go ahead and finish what you were saying there, and then we'll get in with Jeremy.
2: Well, uh, you know we we had a, a a pretty busy year, pretty pretty exciting year. Uh, we took we, so far up up to this point in time, we've taken uh about 3000 calls in over wow. this oh, uh 10 yeah 10 state area so oh you added um, a state it was nine uh yeah we got we got delaware Matt. oh nice <laughs> all right yeah and uh we're up to 274 recoveries as a company right now and 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 add more every day and and uh, the gentleman with and dog with the most recent recovery is Jeremy uh, Zickafus, who we got on the line right now. Oh, All good. Right. Well, let's we'll go ahead and hear him.
0: from. Yeah, let's go ahead and hear from him,
1: Jeremy. Well, where are you calling from today, there, Jeremy?
2: Uh, I'm in Fairmont,
3: West Virginia.
1: Okay, All nice,
3: right. nice. But anywhere in the state of West Virginia, part of Ohio, and parts of PA.
1: Okay, so you you do quite a bit of traveling then.
3: Anywhere they need me to go.
1: Now, I I'm, I believe you was, uh,
0: we know you from a trade show, correct? Name sounds familiar. Uh,
3: I don't believe.
0: Don't believe so? I thought that you no. may have purchased some True Timber hoodies from us at one of the shows.
3: Uh, no, that must have been one of our other guys.
0: Oh, okay. I remembered your name. I yeah, that like, Zikafu sounds really familiar. Yeah, that's that's what I it's remember. Thick.
3: It's thick. I believe you guys just shared one of my posts the other day.
0: Okay. Yeah.
3: Yeah on a recovery I had down in Logan County there the day before yesterday.
0: Uh, uh, yeah, I believe may, so. It yeah. may have been what it was, but I could have swore that we I, I shipped something out to an Incafuse. Well,
3: I can tell you, and Sean can attest to this, uh, there's a bunch of us. Sure.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> that might be it then. That's probably where, I mean, I, I that name just really stuck out to me. So, because, uh, you know, I do all the shipping and stuff for us. So I was like, yeah. Yeah, probably. it's
3: uh, The hard one to
0: forget. Yeah, Yeah. it is. That's for sure. I think that was the Morgantown show too. Yeah, it was the
1: Morgantown show. So it was. I remember that. It's close to your area because I wrote all the addresses down at Morgantown. Mm -hmm. That's probably cousin. I got you. (laughs) I'll have to look
0: here in a minute. We'll have to do a little confirmation on that. (laughs) So
1: how many? uh, We'll get into it there real quick. How's your tracking season, Ben? How many? uh, Good. How how many calls you had? How many good recoveries uh, and whatnot?
3: I've been out on uh, 36 tracks this year. I've recovered 19 deer. Um, I've had uh, 11 of them accounted for back on camera or killed later in the season by the hunter or by nice. a neighbor. Uh, so that, that's uh, that's a pretty good average for me. I'm a, a little over 50% right now. So yeah. Uh,
1: <clears throat> how long you've been? Uh, how long you've been into this dog tracking? This
3: is a- this is our third season.
1: Okay, cool. How, you got one dog or multiples?
3: I just one, Ruby Rose of uh, Long Spur. It's, uh, she's Redbone Coonhound.
0: Redbone. Okay. All um, right. Yeah. So I, I told you I remembered that name. We had two orders from the Somersville show.
1: Oh, was it Somersville?
0: Yep. And it was a Kristen and an L.A.
3: Kristen, uh, oh, L.A. Yeah, he's he's a cousin.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay,
0: that's awesome, man. That's pretty good.
3: We, we just me in L.A. just met on Facebook probably a year or two ago. Oh, we no figured kidding. Out her family.
0: Oh, you're kidding? That's crazy.
3: Yeah, like I said, there's a bunch of us. Uh, that's my pretty mom cool. Had thirteen kids. Uh,
0: wow. That's like the old-time families there. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah, my grandpa was one of nine, and one of his sisters had 13, and I think another had 12, so.
0: Yeah, my it's that's just, a big family. Yeah, my mom, yeah. she was one of nine. I mean, they had a big family, too, and they lived in a three-bedroom home.
1: <laughs> yeah, but there's a bunch of us out there.
3: Yeah. But I, I know I'm the only one with a tracking dog.
0: That's you know. awesome yeah we we followed you a lot
3: of those cousin calls don't you (laughs) that's the good thing about having a big
1: family yeah
3: they love to hunt and uh they're not afraid to call and say come help me
1: (laughs) Yep, that's how it goes
3: (laughs) man i've recovered a a few for a family this year so uh, so how does uh, family you don't have to go far
0: how many of these are coming from the app
3: uh, I I probably ran three or four tracks this year from the app. Most of them are from calls that come in from Long Spur come uh, come in directly and and just go out on the line.
1: Yeah, that's okay. pretty cool. But yeah, we
3: ran three or four off the the Blood Trails app this year. Nice. Now, how do yeah. you
1: how do you feel about it? You think that's going to explode as the years go I, on? Yeah, I think I, as,
3: as it catches on and and word gets out about it, it's it's. Going to be more of that geared towards that than it is actually phone calls coming in. Yeah, People, yeah. once the, they realize the, the how nice of a tool it is, and be able to look at that deer and turn it whatever direction they need and put their impact on there, you can learn a lot from the app. Oh, yeah. Just by I, using the app without even talking to a tracker.
1: Sure. I've played with it a bunch already <laughs> just to, yeah. just to see. It's, it's interesting.
2: Interesting. And- and it's, yeah it's gonna be and it's even gonna be bigger and better next year oh sweet uh, we're yeah it's we're we're going through a, a growth phase here and uh have are, are getting ready to launch a bunch of improvements on the app and uh kind of excited for that that'll be after the first of the year and and uh it'll all be ready for next year's track and season but it's uh the app's been a, a good tool and we hope it takes off because it, it sure takes a lot of interviews off of our shoulders. We talk to a lot of hunters uh, one-on-one, and uh, that, yeah. that app can do that interview and help us out a little bit.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, sir. That's it going comes
2: up. in very handy.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's a it's a pretty sweet-looking thing. I've taken a look at it. I mean, um, how you guys can put the different information in there and the notes and things like that and pins and well, stuff like that.
3: Even with being a tracker too, I'll I'll use that to once I do an interview with a hunter and get his shot description, I'll go on the app and put that shot description in the app and see what it is I'm looking at. Yeah, and then and actually do a screen record and send that to the hunter, confirm we're in the right spot and kind of on the same page. So you know, it's it's helpful in a lot of ways.
0: That's awesome. Good deal. Yeah, it's that's going to be helpful for sure. Yeah. So does um how, how does uh, how does y'all service work in different ranges like that? Is is most of your information being gotten before you go out, or do you communicate with the, you know, um, like Sean in between those different tracks? Is that is that well, done through the what, app or?
2: What, well, what happens is we you know we have uh, of course the app uh, comes in, but we we also do it the old fashioned way. We're you know we're taking. You know, two or three thousand phone calls in here and uh we have a uh Facebook messenger chain that everybody is okay. All the Long Spur trackers are on. Good. And you know, if I think uh uh something's in a in an area that's beneficial or or like if it's in Marion County and I know Jeremy's staying close to home that day, you know, we'll tag him and get him going uh to it or like today he was down in Logan county uh he's kind of been hanging down there this week. it seems like, so uh uh you know when we get busy at our peak we'll we'll try to get people set up on a on a route, okay, so cool. you know, if I could get him a couple of Logan county tracks and a couple Mingo county tracks, that'd give him a full day's work down that way, yeah no so. No
0: Well, Jeremy, we appreciate you coming on with us, man. We've got our next caller coming in here in about one minute, so uh, we appreciate you. And we'd like to have you back on for another episode where you can tell some more about your tracks and stuff that you've done. Yeah,
1: absolutely.
3: Absolutely. Anytime, guys. I'm actually going to uh, hop on the phone here with an interview. As soon as we get off this phone, Sean, I'll be putting one on the line here in just a minute. Uh, Okay.
4: Sounds good.
0: (laughs) All right. Good deal. All right. We've got the next caller coming in right now, Chad McCoy. Mr. McCoy, how you doing?
4: Good. How
0: are y'all? Oh, we're doing pretty good. We've got Sean on the line here.
2: Hey, Chad. How are you? This <coughs> Excuse me. Fine, Sean. How are you? Good. Good.
0: All right, Chad. So, where are you calling in from this evening?
4: I'm in Ronfort, West Virginia. Oh, wow.
2: I got you. Nice. Yeah, Ch- Chad's down in our, uh, you know, southeastern counties there. And uh, he's really taking the bull by the horns this year. And, and uh, uh, really racked him up uh he's uh had a great season really proud of him and gunner uh his dog
0: gunner's your dog there so how how's uh, tell us a little bit about your season there with gunner chad
4: oh we've done good we've got 30 recoveries went on 52 tracks out of the difference there i've had 15 show back up on camera that i've told the hunters would we'll be, still be alive and just got a couple unaccounted for. I'm gonna work on, yeah, trying to get those taken care of in the next week or so. Make some phone calls and nice see if everybody's checked trail cameras and stuff.
0: Yeah, that's what we were just talking about with Jeremy. Uh, we've been reading his stories and and uh, we've seen some that have came back on trail cameras on several of your guys, and and that's that's been an assistance in helping you all out with some of these. How often does yeah. that happen?
4: Um, quite often. I yep, mean, yeah. especially if we follow up with them, but I always try to let the hunter know if I believe it's alive and we quit a track to follow up with me to, you know, if you find it back on camera to let me know that I like keeping track of all of them.
1: Yeah. Now, how, how's that go with when you, when you tell a hunter that, Hey, I'm pretty sure this deer is still alive. How do most of them take it in your
4: in your opinion? <laughs> um, some will still argue with you, They'll say there's <laughs> no way that much blood that that deer's not dead, but just, <laughs> you just got to learn how to read your dog and how they track. And you'll, you realize pretty quick whether you got a live deer
2: or dead deer. Yeah.
4: Yes. And, that makes sense. Some people I tell
2: these guys, I tell these guys, Mike, you know, just be honest with the hunter. I mean, if you think the deer on its feet is on its feet, just, just tell them. And, uh, you know, usually the guys that you track for and and you and you locate recover deer, you know, they become pretty good friends. But sometimes these these guys that you track for and their deer shows back up, and just because you were honest with them and 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 you know just talk plain and talk the truth with them, uh, they become really good friends. Yeah. And those are the ones that really spread your name around. And yeah, it's like.
0: Yeah, I kind of wonder sometimes the stories that you guys get. So, uh
4: oh,
1: we lost
0: Sean there. Sean, you back there with us? We lost you. Yeah, I think I was
4: barely here, you
1: Sean, you there? Yeah, I think we lost Sean there for yeah, a minute. Yeah, I think we did. Well, anyway, uh, so how long, how long you been into this, uh, tracking business there, Chad?
4: This makes three years that I've tracked with long spur. Three years. Ago. Oh, wow. That's now, did good. you
1: get did you get into it because of long spur, or has this been something? Yeah,
4: I got to just follow on their page on Facebook, and I'd always had hounds or some kind of outdoor dog to mess with, and it looked interesting. Then I got to talking to Sean, and he helped me locate a pup, and then I sent it to long spur and had them getting started.
1: Awesome. Nice.
2: I'm back, guys.
1: There you are. I think he just, oh,
0: <laughs> he's on. back and I just cut him off because I didn't hear him talking. And I'm like, well, maybe he thinks that he's here. So I, I ended the call. There he is. He's calling back now. Oh,
3: that's oh, funny. Oh,
0: Lord. You got to love it. Yeah. Hey, Sean. <laughs> I think I'm here.
1: So, yeah, you was here. <laughs> as soon as you said it, Michael hung up. As
0: soon me. as you said it, I was pressing the, the, uh, what we call the F U button there <laughs> because it, um, it, you, it showed that you was in the room, but we couldn't hear you. So I was thinking, maybe he thinks that he's still in here and it's not letting him call back because he's still on the phone. <laughs> right. So I ended it right when you said that. I was like, well, there he goes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well,
2: that's, that's, that's technology that's for live, you. That's live uh, entertainment. Yeah, that's right. That's
0: live Live and you.
1: unscripted
4: here, baby. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, Chad, go back into what you're talking about there. So you've been with Longspur for three years? yes sir and you just got basically in contact with them through their facebook page and that's how you got in into doing it
4: yeah when they they first started i got to follow them on facebook and just it looked real interesting and i was looking for something to do so i contacted sean about finding the pup and then set up and like say sean got him started and everything and just been hanging along ever since then
1: now, have you been in the dog game, like bear hunting or Oh, yeah. I've always hunting? had coon
4: hounds, yeah. rabbit beagles, bear hounds, yeah, that's some I figured. type of outdoor that's dog. It awesome.
1: seems like most of you guys that get into this track and, uh, have been uh, bear hunters or coon hunters and or something like, something that, yeah. like that. Rabbit
0: that's hunters. That's
1: a-
2: yeah. It's very, very few of the trackers are just guys that get, or, or gals that just get one dog and. Hey, jump right into it. I mean, you, you gotta be a dog person. Sure. Uh, you gotta be able to read a dog and, and, and have a, uh, just know what you're doing with them. Yeah. And that comes with, with a few years of experience. Uh, and that's, that's what we look for. Somebody says, uh, Hey, I'm a dog guy. I've run bear dogs or I've run coon dogs. My ears go out. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to talk. Yeah. Um, and then, and then if they tell me they have 20 years of deer hunting experience, I'm really listening
1: <laughs> sure.
2: because it takes, you know, you just, you can have the best dog in the world, um, you can go out and buy the best pup, but if you're not an outdoorsman and you're not a dog person, you're, I mean, you're going to find some deer, but you're not going to find find them at a high rate and account for deer at a high rate. Yeah, and that's what the that's what we got with Chad and Jeremy and. And then Benjamin coming up when we talk to him, you know, some outdoorsmen.
1: Sure. That's awesome. Proud
2: proud of these guys.
1: Now, uh, Chad, you want to tell us one of your better hunting stories or tracking stories for this year?
4: Um, This year I found one uh, down in McDowell. I do a lot of the southern counties. We tracked it close to 1,100 yards. Had the hunter tie and survey ribbon behind me as he found blood. I was just following a dog. and. Oh wow! The eleven hundred yards, we found seven drops of blood. Had deer backtrack itself a hundred yards and cross down, end up going crossing the Hatfield McCoy Trail, pulling the other mountain, and oh. laying down on a bench up there and passing away in its last year. Wow! Drift. Wow! Yeah, I think
0: people don't realize how relentless these deer can be. Sometimes, yep. you know, I've I've actually we've actually killed deer that have ran down to creeks and crossed the creek and gotten to the other side and laid down and bedded and kicked leaves into a wound or into an area and, and just laid there and tried to let it clot up. You know, That's and that's one of the things, like, my son killed his buck this year, and I'm like, son, we need to wait at least 15 minutes. I'd like to wait at least 30. But, you know, my son's 16 years old, 17 years old, and he's ready to go after the biggest buck he's killed in his life. (laughs) So I'm worried that when we go after this thing, he's going to jump up and run. You know, he's going to get that adrenaline, and he's,
1: you know, that fight or flight, he's wanting to live. But luckily – That's a good point, Mike. Uh, What do you guys recommend as a waiting point?
4: uh, Go ahead, Sean.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I always err to to more is better. Sure. I mean, unless yeah. you see him fall down, you know, at, wait at least an hour. <laughs>
0: uh, or Sean's yeah. like, wait five minutes so we can come track it.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. We, we like the we like the ones that. You know, somebody makes a shot, and it goes out of sight, and they're like, I don't know if I made a good shot, and they just contact us from the blind or the tree stand, and then they agree to go home, and we'll see them the next morning. Yep. You know, get a few 12-hour wait in or 18-hour wait. And and, uh, usually those are the easy ones to recover. The guys that like to go out and chase them, they make life hard on us.
0: No doubt. (laughs) Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Because, you know, you have – I think you have pride that gets in there sometimes when you, when you're talking with, you know, it's like being at deer camp and you come back and you're like, did you see anything? Yeah. Yeah. We saw tons of deer. I shot one, you know, I made a good shot on it. Couldn't find it. (laughs) It's the biggest deer I've ever seen. (laughs) Well,
2: we, you know, we deal a little bit with the culture here. You you know, everybody here's a mountaineer. Yeah. uh, Uh, They want to do things. They want to do things on their own. And it's taken some education. uh, The first, first year we were into this we were doing a lot of 48 to 72 hour old tracks because oh, yeah. guys would just beat a track to death before they call us
0: i guarantee and it. Yep.
2: and now we're getting a lot of calls right from the tree stand right from the blind and it does make life easier and it makes recoveries easier for the for the hunter
0: oh for sure so, well chad we appreciate yeah. you coming in buddy we've uh, got another call coming in here in just a little bit and uh We'd like to have you on for another episode and let you tell some more of your long stories and some of them really good ones. All
4: right. Thanks for having me, guys. Yep, yep. Congratulations
0: it, you. on your uh, thirty tracks there, brother. Thank you. All right, we got Benjamin coming in right now. We t- couldn't time that any perfectly. No, we couldn't. <laughs> Benjamin, how you doing, sir? Hey.
1: Good, how
0: are y'all doing? Oh, we're doing, doing good. We've got Sean on the line, and I've got uh, Dan, my co-host, here with me. You're live on the limb with Nature's Voice Game Calls.
1: Thanks for having me. Oh, so, thanks, so. thanks Thank for you taking
2: you the on.
0: time. Yeah, thanks for taking the time this evening. So where are you, where are you calling in from?
5: Uh, Crisfield, Maryland.
0: Nice. Chrisfield, Maryland. All right. I'm on the I'm on the
5: other other side of the world. I'm right here, uh, pocket of the peninsula, Delmarva. We butt up to Virginia, Delaware, Maryland.
0: Okay. Okay. Good deal. I can definitely tell the accent in there. Yeah, yeah,
1: there's (laughs) definitely one there.
0: (laughs) Yep, that's for sure. Well, we're glad to have you this evening. So, uh, tell us a little bit about your tracking season and how it's been. Your dog's name, different things like that.
5: Uh, We've had a good season so far. We um. I think my dogs, have, uh, between both of them, I think we're at 11 now. Um, I have a, two of them. One, uh, one's a three-year-old. One's a one-and-a-half-year-old, but I've been working them both. One's a little bit better on the blood because we train them to work the sick of deer here on the shore, Um, which, which don't have the interdigital scent, so they're a little bit different. They,
0: uh, oh, really? They, Man, it, that's cool.
5: Yeah, yeah, they're a little bit different to track, and they track in the marsh, and so we go training him to track different um, than what we used for the white tails here on the shore.
1: Now, how does that oh. intertwine? Like jumping back and forth between, like a white tail or a Sitka deer.
5: Oh, it can be frustrating. That's why I <laughs> actually got a second dog. I got a second dog. Um, you know, one the the way that dog has to work, it is different because uh, the blood trails overnight they move. Um, they, uh, you know, with tides when the water, oh. and most of the time, the ticket deer bleed into the water and, uh, the, the water moves overnight in a six hour period. It shifts when the tide changes and oh, it's a, wow. it's a lot different. You need a dog that can send, can win scent
1: I got you. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely different. That's interesting. Very, it sure is.
5: Very. And the terrain, the, ter- the terrain walking through these marshes, you have to have a dog that can, 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 you know, can really do it. Uh, a lab or a, a, a German shot or German pointer, a shorter pointer, you know, one of them dogs are really good. That's what uh, I was just getting ready going. to
1: ask what kind of dogs you're running. Yeah.
5: Yeah. I have a, one that's a Walker, a German shorter pointer mix. And then I got an American uh, coon hound. That's a uh, long legged and no quit in them. No, oh,
1: I,
0: yeah, I bet none. you he's good in that marsh area. Yeah
5: yeah it's uh funny he we we <laughs> have one with him uh we jumped one you said crossing the creek our craziest story we had one drowned in the river this year uh crossing mm. we jumped him single long like 25 hours and uh he, he was crossing crossing the river and uh drowned on us and uh we still have not ever had that deer pop up we asked really to probably get it yeah we probably told we told him they need to probably get a diver
1: hey call in the dive team i might be available for something like that i was wondering what a diver diver deer recovery (laughs) hey hey sean add add dan on your staff there he can dive for you there there i'll be i'll be your deep deep water (laughs) recovery agent there i mean yeah if it's if it's a trophy buck and it's it'd be worth it it'd be worth
0: going in after i mean yeah you know, it was people, a, we,
3: have a, we, we deal with the
5: water a lot around here, down here, you know, and it's, it's, it's a lot. We get caught up with them swimming across the, the, the rivers or the, the, you know, the cuts and the guts. It's a, it can be a pain in times.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I bet it can.
0: Well, that's, that'd be one story to tell right there when you couldn't find one. I mean, <laughs> yeah,
5: that's so. for sure. Our faces were pretty priceless. Um, yeah, it was de- it was definitely a, a different track for us this year.
1: I guarantee you. Yeah. Now, did you see it go in and under?
5: Oh yeah, we. Uh, oh man, it was a definitely it was a um and I you know a two um, a family that hired us and we um it was me and his son he couldn't make it the father that shot it and it was minimal penetration he had eight inches of that penetration on his arrow and we really didn't we he, we figured that the deer was uh not dead yet but he wanted to know it was one of the bigger bucks on their property and uh, right. they've had their caretaker on their property monitoring the shores trying to find it and yeah it's it's been it's been you know it has not popped up yet
0: so was that a compound bow shot or was that a longbow
5: yes yep it was a compound bow he tried to hunt this deer three times from his normal set and I uh, couldn't get on. It was about a 160 inch buck. And
1: wow, he uh, Gosh.
5: He, he got on a climber and jacked up real high so he could get on it and yeah. try to sit, get and put a very straight down shot into the front quarter. And got on about eight, eight and a half, nine inches. We found the arrow as tracking and. Found its bed and then found Shirley jumped it and it ran about 30 more yards off this little peninsula island into the water it took about 40 yards into the water and drowned.
0: So I'd wow. like to I'd like to know what kind of broadhead that guy was using because it's either the it's either the broadhead didn't have enough penetration through the bone in that area or it was the angle that he was shooting at. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: And, these, and these deer are tough. I tell you, they'll take a. They'll take a broad or you know a bow shot and it'll just surprise you. A lot of guys try to, you know, hit them right in the shoulder like yeah. they would with a rifle, and mm-hmm. it just doesn't work out. <laughs> well, who was we
0: talking to during the rifle season, Dan? That had shot one and that had already been shot. They ended up killing it, but they had seen that it had already been it had already been shot before he got ah. it. <sighs> who was that? We were talking to somebody that killed one that we know.
1: Yeah,
2: and. and uh, that happens a lot. Oh, yeah, year.
1: absolutely! I've cut up, I've cut up deer and, and processed them, and where I've pulled out broadheads after you know gutted it, oh and yeah, threw it on yeah. the table and started yeah. cutting it up. Got to the front shoulder or something. And right there's a broadhead sticking in his shoulder.
0: Yep, that that has happened to my brother over the years. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah.
2: Now, right. Benjamin, he just came on with us this year. Okay, uh, here at Long. At Longspur, and um, and we've actually added a couple trackers over in in eastern Maryland. We got, we got another gentleman, Mike Effords, over near uh, towards Baltimore, and then and then Benjamin's over on the Eastern Shore. Um, we've we're kind of staking a flag in Maryland, uh, and and hopefully we're adding more trackers over there.
0: Nice, uh, and that's uh, awesome. It, now, it,
2: it's actually got a pretty good hunting culture for uh my dad lives <laughs> over there but i say as california as they are they <laughs> kind of knew where you was going with that yeah yeah <laughs> but uh, uh yeah it's it, it's and the eastern shore is a neat place if you've never been there oh, go, benjamin gets to there. live that life over there um i I've always enjoyed going over there and going to see Kadir hunting <coughs> and um running around in those marshes. It's it's a different type of wilderness. Yeah. And it is a wilderness. Sure. Um and it it is interesting.
1: Now, how did you get into the the tracking of this, Benjamin? did you obviously coon hunt and all that stuff I, as well?
2: I, yeah, I
5: was loved hunting and um uh, grandfather had the rabbit dogs and uh, yeah. you know, it was a whole different experience. But I uh, no, I actually I shot a buck and lost it and um had a guy come out with his dogs and years back and uh his dog he did not recover my uh my deer um I learned so much about how important your shots are when you take them how you take them sure. and I loved watching the dog work and I said I need to have me a dog and I got one as a hobby dog and he started doing well and found some deer and proved himself and nice. um you know I t- took to Sean's uh you know how uh, outgoing he is and his outreach into the public of uh, what you know, getting people aware that there's some hounds out here that will f- help find your deer. And uh, joined with Sean, and he's been great since Longspurs helped get my name out there. We've helped cover a lot of deer this year.
1: Nice, that's awesome. Yeah, that's great.
0: Well, you want to go ahead and hit the yeah. salute? Yeah, we uh, definitely need to jump into it. Benjamin, salute. you can hang in here with us and <laughs> we'll continue to talk. But one of the things that we like to do during our podcast is salute our veterans whether they're still here with us or they have passed so we did not have a salute this evening we usually get them from uh the cherry bend pheasant farm and they was unable to get one this evening but they are populating that as we speak so
1: right so i went in search of one and me you know being partial to 10th mountain division where i served yeah i i've i thought it would be fitting to speak of the very first uh Medal of Honor recipient from the Tenth Mountain Division, which was John David McGrath. Oh, nice. Yes, nice, yep. Nice. He's he's actually anybody that's ever been stationed at Fort Drum knows that name because the uh, sports complex at Tenth Mountain Division is named after him. Awesome. So he was born in July of 1924. Let me let me reiterate. Nineteen twenty four. We're in that whole. Uh, 2000 era now Yeah, He's the the 20s is next year <laughs> i know gosh <laughs> yeah and he actually died april of 1945 in uh world war ii where he was awarded the medal of honor for his heroic actions and sacrifice of life during that time in italy wow. uh he like i said he served for the 10th mountain division he was uh he was a private first class he was in from 1943 to 1945 and he was awarded the medal of honor bronze star and a purple heart in world while he served in world war ii man so, you know we not always do we get a salute from this year era of individuals yeah. you know vietnam era you know and, and it's okay you know yeah. we can there's so many there's so many out there. there's yeah. so many out there that have you have readily access you can just look up somebody and be like hey yeah. They did awesome things for this country. Oh yeah, they fought. They, I, I don't know exactly what he did in Italy. It doesn't really specify. Yeah, but to be awarded the Medal of Honor, obviously he went way above. Oh and yeah, way beyond his actual duties. Definitely, and probably saved his whole battalion or mm-hmm. something of that effect. So, yeah, and I, I do know more stories on him from being stationed at Fort Drum. You got to learn stuff like that, you know. Yeah. But he was. He was the very first recipient from Fort Drum or from the 10th Mountain Division. Awesome. So that's, that's, that's that. We appreciate his service and every veterans out there service.
0: Yeah. Thank you for your service, sir. God bless you. Hey, he's one of the ones that gave the ultimate sacrifice. Yep. So, you know, we couldn't, as we say all the time, we couldn't sit here and do what we're doing now if it wasn't for our, you know, arms out there.
1: Yeah. We'd be speaking German or something. <laughs>
0: All right. So back to tracking you there, Sean. I'm here. All right. So let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about the blood, uh, the blood trails
1: app.
2: Okay. So our blood trails app, uh, was pretty, it was pretty bare bones this year. I mean, as a hunter, you just signed up and all you could do on it is if you, if you needed a tracker, uh, you know, you could fill out an interview, um, uh, do a 3d shot chart and, uh, you know, send it, and it would push notify all the trackers in an area, and they could take a look at, you know, those trackers could take a look at it and decide if it was a a track they wanted to take or not. Um, And, uh, I mean, we help quite a few hunters. I I don't have the exact numbers yet on how many come through the app. Uh, I know we have over a 1,000 members uh, in West Virginia, Pennsylvania ohio maryland area pretty heavily i mean we have all over the country but i mean we really concentrated in this area this year on our launch and um uh, i think we did pretty good proving uh, proving the concept uh enough that we garnered a new business partner in this uh and and that's really going to take this uh thing to new heights so uh next year um you know, the hunting section is going to have more features. Like you'll have weather. Uh, okay. You, yeah. You'll of course have our 3d shot chart. Now, does that play uh, a
1: significant factor in the tracking of obviously I well, know rain I, does, but like you said before, your dogs are more trained on the, on the scent of the, that deep specific deer.
0: Well, like Benjamin was saying the tides. Yeah. I mean,
2: yeah. Over, over on the coast, you'd have the tides that you got to worry about. Um, yeah I, and you know when i say worry uh, usually the hunters worry and we just show up and track That's i mean right. uh, one of our favorite sayings here's long you know a long spur tracker doesn't get rained out we just get rained on
0: right so, <laughs> there you go
2: because uh, we go we go no matter what um uh you know the dogs do pretty good uh, as long as it's not one of those just absolutely three or four inches of rain in a short amount of time. You know, if it's just a regular old fall rain where you might get three-quarters of an inch or an inch overnight, uh, the dogs do pretty good. Yeah. So um, I'm, I'm always leery when I hear a tracker say, well, boy, it's going to rain. I don't know if my dog can do that. Um, oh, actually, okay. uh, I think we talked about that last, yeah, last I- time. You know, a little rain actually helps things.
1: Yeah, so, it, it kind of dampens yeah. the sense down. Like, I think I I do remember yeah. talking about that. I do. Yeah.
2: Yes.
1: It holds the now, sense closer to the ground.
2: Right. Now, as this as this app evolves, it's going to have a lot more outdoor features on it. Um, we're hoping, and one of those is going to be a page uh, full of links of podcasts, so that hunters can sit right there in their tree stand and and link right into their favorite podcast. Oh nice. man, that right be awesome. Our app. Uh, nice you know you, you got to provide a little entertainment anymore yeah you do. Uh, it seems like hunters are on their phones in their tree yeah, yeah. I know I know uh, a good
0: podcast we could probably get on there
2: I, I, <laughs> uh, hey, uh, we, I'm sure I'm sure we'll be in touch <laughs> and uh, you know the, the ideas just keep coming and growing with this we have several companies that that are looking at at this app and they're and they're wanting involved uh they want to be able to reach hunters and trackers and maybe offer um you know discounts on their products sure so if you're a member member of the app you'll be getting these discounts yeah good deal so it it just keeps growing um newer ideas coming out uh and yeah yeah definitely keep that gonna be amazing
0: keep that in mind when you get those things and start rolling those out because we can mention those on our podcast sure Say, hey, you guys, if you've listened to this podcast this evening, you know, we do it for Outdoor Products or Outdoor uh, Pro Shop, LLC. You know, they they have a code right now, PODCAST10. If you go and visit their website and use PODCAST10, you can get 10% off your total order from their site. Yep. So we could do a thing like that with you guys. You guys, you know, if uh, Blood Trails 23 or whatever, you go, if you've listened to us on – on the podcast and you've heard us talk about it or whatever. And we mentioned that go there and you can get yeah, so much off on the app or whatever.
2: Yeah. So there's a, I mean, there is mm. a lot of growth potential in this. Oh, absolutely. Uh, it, it, it's, it's changing. It's changing the culture of tracking from it. You know, hunters, hunters have to search for a tracker now. And and instead of that, if, if we can get these hunters using these apps, and uh, doing their interviews, doing their shot charts, and, and push notifying these trackers. The trackers are going to be contacting them instead of the hunter spending his day. And believe me, sometimes it takes a day to find a tracker uh, mm-hmm. that can get out to you the, the next day. So you're looking at 24 to 48 hours uh, sure. usually before you have a tracker on the ground. Um, so you know it's w- we get there as soon as we can. Sometimes wait times though are good. Uh, it just you know with so many predators and stuff now people just cringe when you say oh we got to wait overnight uh but uh yeah we're i tell you we're we're we excited about this app it's 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 gonna grow and and keep getting bigger
1: yeah definitely and you know talking about how you're trying to iterate or uh co- combine i wonder what the likelihood of something like you know getting involved with like onyx or something like that where you know, you can intermesh between that and have their actual track right. marks, what they've done and where they stopped and you well, guys took there's, off.
2: There's, you're onto something there. Cause we're, you know, we're, we're talking, I mean, we have, um, yeah. we have contacts with uh, other, other, app, um, uh, mapping apps, sure. but, uh, you know, one of our biggest sponsors and we're trying to twist their arm and get them to work even more with us is Garmin.
1: Oh, nice. Okay, They yeah, have a pretty,
2: you know, they have a pretty good mapping system too. Yes, so they do. If we could get them involved and get them on, we we'd love to have our mapping uh, section of our app uh, powered by Garmin. And uh, yeah, we always nice. we always try to slip them in there. They they've been a great partner in Long Spur. They've been grown... You know, came aboard with us as when you know we're we're still a small company, but uh, when when we were basically nothing, just you know, a couple couple people with a dog, and mm-hmm. and Garmin come on board and has been supporting us ever uh, ever since. And we've had a couple, two or three other companies like that that just know see the vision and and when they sit down and start looking at the growth that's going on, they see where we're heading and and some of the ideas we have. And uh, it, it's just amazing. It's amazing how uh, a little old company in in West Virginia's uh, been growing and. I think uh, it's it's because of the way you know we just deal deal with people honestly and uh and we try to educate uh honesty and education two things you know yeah. and uh any any tracker that's uh wants to join up with us is I'm always got an open door policy as long as they have a quality dog and they're honest people we we bring' them on and that's like Benjamin over there in maryland he it's just been a pleasant find to, be able to work with him and a couple of the other guys we brought on over in that area. Um, And uh, we're just, we're just positive. We try to try to keep everything positive, help hunters out. and, And we don't look at too many people as competition. Most, most other trackers we consider friends and, and referrals, even to people outside
0: of our system. Yeah, I think sure. I think Benjamin ducked out. He was like, "Man, they talk too much." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 So we'll have to we we'll to call him back and uh, you know let him know we appreciate his time this evening. So sure,
1: yeah, sure. Um, I, and, I'm pretty sure we hit on it last time we talked with you, but you want to talk a little bit more about the uh, paid and free version of that app? What what benefits the
2: yeah, it, it, I think the last time we talked, we really didn't have a, a direction of how we were going to take it, um, paid versus free. I mean, we kept it free this fall for everyone. I mean, once a hunter committed to a track, of course, they had to pay a fee for using the app, but no one had to pay to download the app this year. Right. And I mean, we're we're looking at maybe taking it like a membership route. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah, we're. As, as a tracker, if you join, and, and once again we're talking to like people, companies like Garmin and stuff, and other companies that would be helping out trackers. Um, you know, if you join, you'd you get pretty good size discounts from these companies. Plus, you'd uh, have access to some of our other app features, such as, um, uh, say you're say you're a tracker in Ohio and. And you just do this on your own, but you want to keep really good notes and and analytics and data. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have that in our app uh, this coming year, where you'll so, be able you'll be able to store all your notes in, in our app, almost and like a honest, journal
0: section. Yeah, that'll be neat. That's awesome. Yeah,
2: yeah. Just at the end of the year, you can print out a, a report that tells how many tracks you took, how many deer showed back up, how many deer you found, how many different you know maybe how many different species you tracked, uh depending on what state you're in um how many crossbow versus bow versus rifle tracks you went on and i mean all the way down to what kind of broadheads and all this stuff will be you know stored in our app and the tracker at the end of the year can just hit a button and print all his analytics out and be able to share that on his little facebook page or or website you know how he did and uh but that same data will be something that we'll have access to. And so we can put, like have a data pool from all over the country and, yeah. and be able to say, yeah, you know, over, over time with our 3d shot charts, just absolutely build an, an awesome intelligence agency, basically of tracking where, you know, a hunter, Eventually, could put in, hey, I hit my deer here on the 3D shot chart, and it's going to start giving him wait times,
1: oh,
0: uh,
2: percentage of recovery over the, you know, over time, uh, and, and may, it may basically just kind of talk him into what he needs to do right there until a tracker yeah. can talk to him. That's awesome. So, yeah, I mean it, <clears> but <throat> it takes it takes time to develop that. It sure does, yeah. Point, uh with the analytics.
0: Yeah, it's you know, there's there's apps out there and it's taken years and years and oh, years Lord, yes. to develop yes. some.
1: Well just like you know, talking to trout routes.
0: Yeah. How long
1: it's took them boys to get oh, I where know. they're
0: at. They have oh my gosh, you talk about three hundred and fifty some thousand streams that they have mapped. Yeah. On right. on their map, right. on their app alone. And and yeah. you know, we're we're proud to be you know, partners with you, Sean at Longspur Tracking and Outfit. Absolutely, we, we I think it's an awesome thing, and we want to support that as much as we can. I kind of wanted to make a
1: bad shot this year, just to, <laughs>
0: just, just to just call to him see up. It. <laughs> so well, one yeah. one more thing we want to talk about before we go that we didn't get sure. into last time is pricing. What does hunters pay for this? Is there is there well, certain packages that they offer? Is is one yeah. track more than another, or how do you all differ that?
2: Well, that's that, that's a great question. Uh, we have four levels of trackers in Longspur. We have apprentices, and the, these are guys with and gals with great dogs. They're just not, you know, don't have the experience, but they're they're getting there. Yeah, uh, they've they've done all their testing, they've done all their certifications, and um, we put them out there. And what they what they do is they only charge gas mileage and tips
1: oh okay okay Okay.
2: cool okay so but your
1: guarantee rate's not there right yeah
2: you know i can send you i can send you somebody i have full faith in them you know i'm not gonna put anybody out there i don't have full faith yeah um but they have they have to get out there and and get knocked around and, and start reading their dog and figure it out and uh when they do that they get about 10 or 15 recoveries under their belt and I see they're seeing some situations out there. Um, we, we bump them up to our tracker level. And our tracker level, we have a mileage rate chart that we like for them to kind of stick with. And, and I think the lower level on that chart is about $150 for a track. Man. Okay. So, and, and then it'll go up from there depending on mileage. That's really good.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's not bad.
2: Yeah. And then um and and you know Benjamin over there in and Maryland, he's he's a tracker for us. Uh, and he's gonna be he's gonna be moving up soon uh, and uh helping us ramrod Maryland. But our our next level is head tracker, and you talked to two of those guys tonight, uh okay. Jeremy and uh Chad McCoy, Jeremy and Chad McCoy. And our head trackers are guys that probably have about thirty recoveries in, they've shown um, some really good leadership with other trackers, helping to educate, uh, they can do interviews and, and pretty much hand tracks to me and tell me, Hey boss, this is, this is a Bible track. This is how it's probably going to go. Uh, and I can go run it on their recommendation and I don't even have to talk to the hunter. I just need to show up. Okay. okay so, yeah, that's good. you know, Jeremy and Chad, they're there, uh, and, and they get out in the track and I let those guys quote. Okay, so, uh, you know, if they're, heat of the rut, uh, it's probably going to be a couple hundred dollars to get them out, you know, within a hundred miles of them. Um, You know, if they start traveling, they're going to charge a little more. Sure. And, And then you have our other level where there's, there's only four of us at this level right now, and that's our master tracker level in Longspur. And you're, you're talking guys with a few years of experience, at least fifty recoveries with one dog. Oh wow! And, and wow. Uh, okay, so when when you get a guy that has fifty recoveries with one dog and and above, he's probably knows that dog really well, knows tracking really well, and um, and what we look for there is somebody that can. Basically, I tell tell everybody the master trackers. If I if I wanted to take a month vacation, I could put one of those guys in charge. And uh, everything runs smooth. Yeah,
1: that's awesome. So, yeah, obviously and, uh, you're I, one of them. Master I think we're going to add
2: a few more of those. Uh, and and those master trackers quote. I mean, if you we have people that say, "Well, I want I want the best," and okay, uh, you know, if <laughs> right. you want the yeah. best, here here's the price. And, sure. And uh, you know, uh, it it, uh, it can get interesting, especially if you're if you're in a, a like over in Ohio, you'll get people that just they they get ridiculous over those deer over there. <laughs> oh, I yeah. mean, some of them are for worth sure. getting ridiculous over. Don't get me wrong. There's some big bucks over there. But uh, yeah, you get you get guys that are plunking down, you know, five, six hundred dollars just for you to show up. So, wow.
1: So, yeah, I mean, I got two questions for you before we get you out of here.
2: Yes, sir. <laughs> so,
1: obviously, you're in that master track tracker category how many have you <laughs> how many have you uh successfully recovered through your career of it
2: if- oh well well I'll just look at uh, like um my current uh, head tracking dog jesse uh she just snagged her hundredth recovery wow. in three years wow. in three so, years
1: good night. yeah
2: holy moly. Yeah, I mean, I mean, she's done. She's an amazing little dog. Um, She's done some stuff that just makes me shake my head as a dog guy. It's like how how in the world, yeah. You know, Uh, we've gone out there after some torrential downpours, and when I'm just doubting, you know, myself, and she'll just put her nose down and we'll go four or five hundred yards on a straight line to a deer, and it's like she. And
0: and this is a dog. This is a dog you've had for a good while, I'd
1: say.
2: Well, she's she's four years old. She's oh, just wow. turned four years old. So she's got some
1: um, life left in her for this.
2: Yeah, well, she she's a yong carrier, and they just don't live a long time. They're so oh, okay. prey driven. They get beat up. Uh, they don't back off nothing. I mean, we you know we had an eighteen her daughter, uh, Massey, eighteen pound dog this year. Decided that over in Ohio, she was going to try to take out a two hundred plus pound, uh, nine point by herself and, uh, good got Lord. cut up pretty good. Um, yeah, these dogs just don't back off nothing, wow. but yeah, I'm, i you know, I, you know, I hope, I hope we can get two or three more tracking years out of her. Okay. We're constantly, we're constantly training. We, we have her daughter Matthew from a litter from last year. She's 18 months old and you know, she's up near 30 recoveries already. Wow. Um, She's doing good, and and Jesse just had a litter this year. I actually, she didn't even track the first part of this season. She was raising pups, and uh I'm keeping a big old male pup out of this litter. I'm hoping hoping he'll grow some size and get up about thirty pounds. And a, a thirty pound York Terrier is like having a uh, you know I don't know hundred hundred pound a dog of another breed. <laughs> uh, yeah. They just yeah. don't have no back down and man air. Wow. they are ferocious actually but, uh, I lied
1: that that brought yeah. me to a second question oh my gosh <laughs> a, a third question I, I guess sure. <laughs> so I've, I follow this other uh, dog tracker out of South Carolina I can't remember okay. his name off the top of my head but I know his dog his dog is Spud Okay. I don't know. Have you ever heard of this guy? Met this guy or anything? Uh, I haven't. I,
2: I, I that doesn't sound familiar. Okay. But-
1: I know he 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 kind of does what you guys do, and he he posts all his stories, and it's just yeah. it's such a pleasure to read some of these stories mm-hmm. you guys post, which wraps me into the last part of what I was wanting to talk about. You got to tell us about that one track where it was not that guy's deer.
2: Oh, are, are, you, are you, talking about the Cooper's rock track?
1: Uh, yeah, uh, I believe so.
2: See now, now we, we should have kept Jeremy on the line because that was his. Track. Oh, that
1: was his track. Okay. Uh, yeah.
2: But, but well, we
1: might have to just uh, but, hold off on that and get Jeremy back on the line. One of these. Yeah. Days.
0: Yeah. We might have to do that.
1: Yeah. Uh,
2: that was a, that's a good story. I mean, uh, yeah, we can do that. Uh, that, uh, that, uh, that, uh, that was Jeremy's track, but, uh, he was really doubting himself, his dog and. He had uh Chrissy and I come up and run our dogs and
1: Okay, that's seeing hey. that's why I thought it was your track because I remember yep. h- hearing you about talking about your dogs. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. We went up there and and I got highly involved in that track and that ordeal. Uh, but that, that's a, that's a good story.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I followed it wholeheartedly. It was was really good. I think this is amazing.
0: Like, like you're saying, I I think we should
2: I'm You know, the, the hunter that actually shot that deer got his deer. So everything worked out well. That's good. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, We'll definitely, we'll, we'll get Jeremy back on with us and. Yeah. That's going to be a good
0: one. one. So what I'm thinking is maybe we can get together after the first of the year and do a season ending, you know, yeah year in review yeah. 2023 for you guys talk about
1: some of y'all's best tracks talk about tracks. if you could if you could get yeah. some
0: of those stories like Jeremy's get sure. get uh, two or three of those stories because I know they're probably going to last 15 20 minutes sure telling those stories oh, yeah. so if we uh, could and, get t-
2: and just to unravel that that one story is gonna take 15 minutes <clears throat> oh, oh easy, yeah <laughs> absolutely yeah. so yeah. I think there that were would so be many great players involved
0: I think that'd be great yeah. to have a year- ending thing sure. like that come up Sure.
2: So sure that we we'd be glad to do yeah, and that, that
0: that may be something that we can do at the breathe when they have their uh grand opening because they have pushed that back to january now i know me and you've been in contact about that because you had one guy that yeah. was going to fill in but we hope that you can make that i'll keep you in the loop on that so
2: okay that sounds great and yeah and hopefully we can get over there we're going to start getting into into the wonderful expo season yes. oh, oh yeah yeah next and, yep. and, and it's uh, uh it's coming and, up fast it is, isn't
0: it
1: now will you be hey, uh, like Charleston? Uh,
2: uh, you know, I I, ha- I did not book Charleston this year. I have a a tracker in the in the Canal Valley, and with the way I do that with these outdoor shows, if these guys want to get them booked in their area, uh, we'll help them pay for them. Okay, uh, and and we'll come down and and make an appearance uh, uh, with our dogs there, and. Um, so, uh, but I, I rely what? on these guys to really self promote in that area. Of course, when I sell, say self promote, that's booking the show and getting it set up. Because if I did that constantly, I would be so busy. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: I don't know how the Civic Center takes things and does things like that. But we got a booth at Civic Center. If you want to come by and bring your dog and talk to some people while we're there, more than welcome. More than welcome to come by and hang out with us, man. That would be awesome.
2: Hey, we, you know, we'll we'll take a look and see how how the scheduling falls and if yep. that's something we can do, we'll, we'll do it. You and, and you'll be amazed if we have one of the dogs, how many people will stop and and, and tell you right there that they follow the Facebook page, oh, yeah. read our stories. Yeah. And of course, the dogs are the stars. Absolutely. I
0: guarantee it. Yeah.
2: And I, I had a gentleman that actually bought a pup off of us and drove up here and got it. And he, he he took his he wanted to meet all the dogs that he had read about and they never got to meet so not only did he get a pup he, but he got to meet you know jesse or head tracker he got to meet a couple of the other hunting dogs that we do stories on and uh it, it's it's just neat to see I, i'm glad it it it's kind of worked out that way that these these dogs have become stars i'm just the storyteller so
0: well man sean we sure appreciate yes, you having on this evening
2: well we we appreciate you having us on and and, and just getting a, to meet some of the other trackers there for a short period some of the some of the guys that are really important long spur yeah Absolutely. i think i think
0: this was a great episode that we got to do that got to talk to people from around the state and uh other the eastern shore there yeah. in maryland so that's awesome you yes. know
2: yeah and you know we're we we've, we've got other guys in other states and, and
1: Well yeah, you
0: guys
2: and,
1: have uh, ten, 10 states all in now, don't you?
2: Yes sir. That's we awesome. we do and we're getting yep. contacted about every day this time of year about guys wanting to join up.
0: So. Man, that's great. <sighs> but yeah, we'll we see. definitely right.
1: appreciate having you guys on tonight.
0: Yep, we appreciate you sir.
2: Okay, thank you. We'll We'll stay in touch with you. Yep,
0: Absolutely. stay safe. Running the mountains of the great state of West Virginia and those nine other states that you all track in. So,
2: <laughs> we'll do. We Keep them blood it, trails hot, brother. We'll do. We'll do.
0: All righty. Have a good night. Thank, Thank you, sir. All right, guys. Be sure to check out Longspur Tracking and Outfitting on their Facebook page and their app that we were just talking about there, Blood Trails. With a Z, blood trails with a Z. It's on the Apple, um, it's on the Apple App Store Store and and uh, the Google uh, Play Store. Store, Yep. Yep. So,
1: another thing, real quick,
0: yeah, talk about that real quick before we get off.
1: Yep. Real quick before we get off here, we want to talk a little bit about the Hunt Chef Experience Hunt uh, with Elite Trophy Outfitters out of Freeport, Ohio. The Hunt Chef guys took 12 veterans on a hunt up there. Yep. You know, we supplied them with, uh, Grunt calls and a bunch of um, heat, factory. heat factory hand warmers. Heat factory hand warmers. So, and I'm not I'm not quite sure how well they did up there. We'll, we'll definitely get Chef on here. And
0: yeah, to, today is the first day in camp. Yeah, oh, that's so right. It is the first they, day. They just got in camp today. That's right. I thought
1: yesterday was their first they'll day. They'll be there, there
0: all today. week. So, so we'll have to have Chef on I next week. I did see
1: he had a live going this afternoon. Oh, did he? Yeah, so. Okay. he uh, didn't know whether
0: he was going to be able to do it. So. Yeah, so
1: we'll definitely get him on the show again here shortly and talk about that
0: yep absolutely sure will
1: thanks for listening guys
0: yep thanks everybody for listening and we also want to give a shout out to cabela's they also supply our shop here and uh, the podcast with water so thank you guys we sure appreciate what they do for us and we appreciate what they do for conservation absolutely in the outdoors you know they're going to be doing a lot of things i talked with the gm there the other day and uh big things coming up for turkey season so guys just uh Stay tuned, and you'll see what happens. What you do? Turkey season's gonna be a good one, so Oh, buddy,
1: I can't wait. Yeah. I'm ready for it. That's
0: our that's our next hey, exciting season.
1: Know, I, like I said, I'm done working now. <laughs> yeah, I ain't going back till after turkey season. I right hear you. Yep, that's what's happening.
0: All right, guys, thank you for listening. Have a good night. Bye. This episode of On the Limb with Nature's Voice Game Calls is brought to you by Longspur Tracking and Outfitting. Longspur has 28 trackers covering nine states. West Virginia, Virginia, Ohio, Maryland, Pennsylvania, Kentucky, Illinois, and Iowa. Check them out for all your tracking needs on their Facebook page or visit them at www.whitetaildeertracking.com. Or contact them today at 304-439-1659. Longspur Tracking and Outfitting. www.whitetaildeertracking.com or 304-439-1659. Contact them today.